Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And welcome again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel. got my good buddy Mike with me. Uh, Joel Brzezinski, Mike Kapler, Growing in Grace. Uh, we've been talking, Mike, for the last uh, few weeks, I guess, about you know something that we've kind of turn, termed uh, offhandedly sacred cows. You know, basically some things that go on in the church or some beliefs that perhaps people have come up with, maybe through grabbing verses out of you know just out of context or things that plain and simple aren't in the Bible, and we're not really doing this to, to split hairs. Uh, we just think that it's it's good to understand uh, some of the things about God, about the truth, and about us walking in God's grace that will free us. I mean, we're really hope, hoping to have a conversation about freedom in Christ. And so as we talk about some of these things, we're not trying to be dogmatic, Mike, are we? We're, we're just trying to just to have a conversation about things that help people to be free in Christ. Well, Joel, I think that's what our program revolves around, just a very informal conversation. Of course, we touch on the scriptures and we expound on some things, but uh, we try not to be uh, overly dogmatic about it. I think we're just, in this case, trying to bring up some things in what we've been talking about here the last program or two about the presence of God in our lives. How many times have we been to a prayer meeting or uh, singing songs even in church that uh, we... We ask God to, to come into our presence. We invite him to come into our presence. And, you know, it sounds good and religious and spiritual and everything, but just the fact that we're asking him to come into our midst, to come into our presence, uh, to send his spirit and, and envelop us, uh, whatever phrases and, and, uh, and, and thought processes are in place at that time, it, it sort of indicates that we really haven't understood this this gospel of of God having come to us already, uh, living within us, uh, always with us, and I I'm the first one to raise my hand when I say that uh, uh, there's probably a lot of things in my life I wouldn't have done if I'd had a greater revelation and realization that God is indeed always with me. I never have to wonder about it. I never have to worry about it. I never have to say, God, would, would you uh, present yourself here while we're having this prayer meeting? Because he's always with you. Uh, not even when there are just two or three gathered together. I, I know that there uh, are some who would teach that there's a, a special uh, presence or a special anointing that can take place in, in, a, in a corporate environment where believers are gathered together. And I don't, I'm not here to split those hairs. I'm just here to say that you don't have to, as a believer in Christ, uh, as a child of God, you don't have to invite God into your presence. Yeah, and I think so much of this revolves around faith in the unseen. And part of this relationship with God is that uh, this the God who does dwell in us is unseen. And, and so it's like we're looking... It's like we feel as if we're looking for something because we can't see him or we can't sense his presence with our with our emotions, with our sense of touch, with our sense of feeling, you know, with our with our eyes. We can't tangibly sense the presence of God, even though he's already with us. And so 
We think that we need to do something. We think that there's something that we're not doing right or, or we're failing to do something to get him to manifest himself. Whereas one thing that I've learned lately, and I'm still growing in, in, in my understanding of this, is that the, the Bible says that God is a spirit. And uh, Jesus said, you know, the words that I speak to you are spirit and truth. And if we want to really understand God, we, we can look to the Word of God. We can look to what Jesus said about God, to what Paul said about God, to what the Bible does say about God. Understand that as truth, incorporate it into our lives as truth, and understand by faith that God is with us. Not that, again, not that we're not going to see or feel manifestations from God. I think that he does do that. I've had plenty of them in my life. Uh, but it's that's... But the fact that he is with us, and, and we're asking him to come join us, to, you know, we invite your presence, Lord. I think, in a sense, it's an insult. It'd be like if, if my wife was sitting here right next to me, and I would say, Tracy, you know, I, inv- you know, I invite you to sit here with me. And, and she's here. And it's like, just trust by faith that God is here with you, and, and know that whether you see him, whether you feel him, sense him or not, he's there. And we can trust in that. It's a matter of trust, I think. Yeah, and, and I think having that trust, uh, that that foundation of trust in our lives, that that trust and that simple believing would probably bring more of, of the manifestations of the Spirit into our lives instead of always feeling like we've got to be at a certain place spiritually through our actions and, and through the things that, that we do, through performance-based activities. Sometimes we think that doing those things will stir up the manifestations of the Spirit, when I, I think we'd see more of the power of God, not only in our lives, but, but manifested uh, if, if we just simply trusted. Remember what we talked about on, on previous programs uh, recently in, in Corinthians, Second Corinthians, where Paul said that uh, it, it's a part of our identity, Joel. God has established us in Christ and has has anointed us it's not something that he's just doing as we are obedient it's something that he has already done in Christ it's been given to us at the new birth even uh, John in his epistle said that we have an anointing not something we're striving to get not something we're trying to to get God to respond to us uh, with this gift of anointing it's it's just something that's already been been given uh, through uh, trusting Jesus Christ and, and his finished work at the cross. It always comes back to the finished work of Jesus Christ. And if we could stay focused on, on that truth of the gospel, then we wouldn't end up running off on all kinds of rabbit trails and misunderstandings. Yeah, and, and one thing, one way that I've come to understand my life in Christ is that, uh, you know, we, the Bible says, we are complete in him. For me, that's the starting point of the Christian life. You know, the fact that we are complete in Him. Spiritually speaking, there's nothing that's lacking. And our life in the body is a matter of living out of that. In other words, we're not trying to do stuff to become more complete, but we're growing on a soul level, you know, in our, in our mind, in our understanding. Of, of the truth that already is, the truth that already exists, you know, the fact that in Christ we are complete. And so it's a lifetime process of growing in that, but it's, it's not a matter of trying to become something more, at least as far as what, the way I understand things. It's more a, of an issue of understanding the truth, as, as we've been talking about, of who we really are in Christ, 
the truth of who we are, spiritually speaking, uh, complete in Christ, righteous and holy, and uh, all the things that you were just talking about, Mike, and, and kind of living out of that. And, and as we continue talking about this, I think, you know, there's something we can glean from the Mary and Martha story, you know, where uh, Martha was busy, 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 all about the place, and Jesus was visiting uh, the house of Mary and Martha. Mary was simply sitting at Jesus' feet and uh, listening to what Jesus said. And, and something that uh, you know, we've probably talked about before is that sometimes in our life in Christ, and, and this relates to, I think, what we're talking about here, we're, we're so busy either serving him, running around, trying to figure out all the right things to do, or, or in some ways trying to in, invite the presence of God, trying to figure out how we can get him to manifest himself. We're so busy uh, trying to ask for things that we already have that we miss the fact that he is here. We miss the fact that in our lives he's made himself known to us in all kinds of ways, not just in great big miraculous ways or with great emotional uh, feelings, but you can look all around you, and uh, he has made himself known to us. And 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 again, it comes back to faith, whether we feel him or not. He's right, you know. He's right there with us. Yeah, I mean, as my daughters will grow up someday, and uh, probably move away, and and I'll look forward to those times, Joel. As we get older, I'll look forward to those times to be able just to get together with them, because I have the feeling that the the day is going to come where. I wish they were around more. I wish they were uh, kids again. And, and I'll look forward to the opportunity to go to my daughter's house at Thanksgiving, not just so she can cook for me, but just so we can spend some time together and, and enjoy our relationship that we have. Um, I know sometimes, like at Thanksgiving, everything centers around the food, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, food was a big part of the fellowship that Jesus had with with the people that he hung out with, his disciples and so forth. but So there's a, certainly a place for food and fellowship, but I'm not going there just so my daughter can cook for me. I, I want to enjoy our relationship together. And, and I think that uh, uh, our, our intimacy that we have uh, in Christ, if, if we could begin to, to grow in that, so many other things would change in our life. Well, i got to admit, a lot of times I do go for the food. <laughs> I, I mean... I've just been conditioned that way. <laughs> well, no, not you know, really. Well, you know. The thing about that, Joel, the thing about food, uh, even Jesus, after he was resurrected, he, he ate then, too. That's right. You know? And so I, I, I look forward to uh, to eating for, for the rest of eternity. <laughs> and, and, and see, I think this really is, is part of our, of our entire life in Christ, is that I know that there are miraculous things that Jesus did and and he said that um the things that he did you know we would do those things as well and we would do many other things as well even greater things and sometimes i think that uh, and i know that i lived a good portion of my life like this i was thinking that i was i was waiting for this time when i would start doing all kinds of miracles Start doing all kinds of wonderful things, and again, I, I'm I'm not saying that those things don't happen because I know of people who have seen people raised from the dead. I know of people who have seen healings and all kinds of wonderful, wonderful manifestations of God. Uh, but if if that's all we're seeking, I think that we're missing out on the reality of Christ in us at all times. When we're just sitting there eating a meal, uh, when we're playing a video game. 
when we're watching TV, when we're uh, just enjoying some time with friends or whatever. I think, you know, we need to understand that Christ is in us and he is with us. He's living these moments out with us because we've he's been joined together with us. And, and that's all a big part of, of our life in Christ. I believe in the power of God and in the manifestations of his spirit. I just think sometimes we get it a little bit backwards and turned inside out. Uh, instead of uh, believers seeking after signs or, or following after signs, the, the signs should be following the believers. And I think we would see more of them if we just uh, understood or, or grew in our, uh, if we would grow in our understanding of who we are in Christ and what has already been given to us simply as a gift, uh, the complete package, uh, righteousness, uh, power. We are overcomers. Uh, we are righteous. And, and Joel, the list, I mean, the list goes on as far as our identity. We talked about how we're anointed. Uh, these things we already are. We don't have to try to do something to, to get God to bless us in these areas. And, and uh, I look forward to uh, maybe talking a little bit more about this and, and expanding uh, on what we've been discussing here this week. Right on. This is some uh, really good stuff, and it's uh, helpful to me to, to kind of talk uh, some of this stuff out. Well, time for us to wrap it up for this one. I'm Joel along with Mike. This is Growing in Grace, and as always, we uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason, we'd love to hear from you. Just let us know you're out there. Graceroots.org is the way to contact us. And uh, we'll be back with you again next time for more talk about Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.